Hey, what up, AJ? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Hey, on uh, on GameScoop this week, um, you know, I just love talking about other people's podcasts. Um, on GameScoop, they were uh, they were trying to figure out what the top three best RPGs were for each console and each handheld like ever made. Um, so this got me thinking about the PlayStation One because they skipped over so many important games on PlayStation 1. They didn't even talk about so many. Uh, so off the top of your head, top three best RPGs on PlayStation 1. Sirens on my I head. mean, you can't even count them, the amount of good <laughs> ones on one hand. Oh, I know. Well, uh, Final Fantasy 7, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy <laughs> 8, seven. and Final Fantasy 9. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done here. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like they didn't talk. They didn't talk about games like Kudelka, um, the the prequel to Shadow Hearts, which is like re- uh, more, more sirens on my end, which is kind of like a um, like a Resident Evil feeling like RPG. Um, obviously, Parasite Eve they didn't talk about. Um, right. Yeah. You know, I was lo- thinking. Yeah. I never got around to finishing like Vagrant Hearts or Parasite Eve, mm-hmm. um, or what, Vagrant Story. Sorry, uh, or Parasite Eve. Um, yeah, uh, Vagrant like, Story uh, was fucking real good. Real good. I see Nihilus Ryan. Was pretty good. Nihilus Ryan in this in the chat has good taste. Uh, Legend of Dragoon, another good one. Yep. Legend of Dragoon, that's a good one. Yep. There's a lot of dude. PS One was like the golden age of like JRPGs, man. Yeah, I mean, like the Super NES started it right, and then like PS One was just like insane. On the on the Wii U, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Let's go, baby! Best no, one. No <laughs> second or third all place. All the other Zeno who played games. Yeah, that's the only one that exists to me. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, dude. dude t- apparently, t- what's up? Super Mario. Charles, the voice of Super Mario, Charles mm-hmm. Martinet, is uh, no longer going to be doing the voice of um, of Mario. And all I got to say is, oh no! I'm. I'm yeah no, no matter how disrespectful no matter how dude i'm about to get even more disrespectful like dude mario talking like it's not really something i care all that much about uh i don't care who the fuck voices mario i don't care well did you hear the mario. news what? it's now going to be chris pratt moving forward for all the video games is that real or was that a joke that's a joke okay <laughs> thank god okay uh also also to finish off this conversation uh i think tatum in the chat mentioned chrono cross which um at the time, dude, a lot of people fucking hated uh, Chrono Cross. Uh, like nothing could live up to Chrono Trigger, right? Uh, but but yeah. I played Chrono Cross before Chrono Trigger and absolutely loved it. So when I went back and played Chrono Trigger, it was in heaven. They should, they should get Vin Diesel to do the next Mario voice. I don't want to talk about this. I'm, I'm, I I'm, am Mario. <laughs> I, I want everybody to pay attention to something, okay? Because like I don't know how many astute game cats we have out there. I don't know how many. Uh, people pay attention to uh, the habits of me and my co-hosts, but let me tell you about a habit that AJ has. <laughs> At the start of the show, I bring up an interesting conversation, and if he doesn't want to talk about it, he just changes the subject immediately. So pay attention, because he does it all the fucking time, and I only call him out on it like once out of every five times he does it. So put that on your put that on your bingo card everybody i just like i don't know man like we started off talking about ps1 jrpgs and i'm just like what why do people even listen to us anymore 
because because did you i don't know if you noticed that the the chat really got excited when we started talking about ps1 rpgs <laughs> good and that's why i fucking love the chat that's and, why they're the greatest chat ever because yep yeah these are our people these are definitely confirmed in our this people. these are our people all- and this is our intro let's do it, it- This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here on Without Parole. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. For all those who like to watch with your ears, you can go over to podcast services of your choice and listen to this in podcast form. Uh, that duty has moved from our good friend Jamie out over to our good moderator, Rypop, also a good friend. Uh my name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, coming to you from the depths of hell. <laughs> and to my left, <laughs> yeah. you are right. It's AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? I love the 90s edge you, you gave me with that intro. Love the 90s. Love I do love retro gaming. Um, I'm back, man. I'm back in the real underground station after a week-long trip. Uh, it was great. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, still managed to to play and beat Green LVR somehow. I guess by staying up two in the morning, two thirty in the morning every single night. Um, well, luckily it didn't turn out to be as long as we thought it was going to be. I remember looking up a walkthrough at a certain point uh, just to find out where I was in the game, and I was like, "Oh shit, I think I've got like seven more hours." Uh, but as it turns out, uh, I had like an hour and a half more to go, or two more hours, or something. So it was only like, how long did it take you? I think it took me like eleven hours. Yeah, I, I it had to have been like somewhere between like thirteen to fifteen, and then like I played like some of the more I played some extra stuff too. But yeah. yeah, it seemed I was taking my time for the most part until I got towards the end of the game, and I was just like, all right, let's just let's just make this drink and get on with it. Like <laughs> cause that's that's what the final like objectives are. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I think uh, we but, both ended up with the same conclusions on this one right I mean, we, we both really loved it at first and uh and then slowly but surely all of the smaller things that like uh really got in the way of immersion got in the way of us like really enjoying it uh slowly uh chipped away at our good time um and, and ultimately for me personally i think i think the story and the set pieces uh did not continue on this upward trajectory the way that they they were at first and in bringing more and more mystery into the fold instead it just like kind of fell flat at the end and i was like oh man this is like an episode of lost really disappointing yeah i i was liking where the story was going but definitely by the it's like you said man you you need to just play this game for like seven hours or something and then just stop yeah and, <laughs> and then wait for them to patch the rest of it um but uh but no it was uh it, it definitely had its its bright spots and stuff and um you know i think i think some of the backlash is more is is pretty justified although i try to take a more balanced approach of like you know yes it has these issues but i also enjoyed this and you know not just like um but but like like i said on saturday stream where i did interactive chat it's like i i think there were some valid criticisms and um you know and i and i i I'm okay with like demanding better. Like, you know, um, actually my favorite rant, uh, uh, on this game 
um, was actually I've been I've been checking out the virtual strangers. Our good friend Wes, uh, co-host, and make sure you oh, go. Yeah. Uh, links in the description to then subscribe to Virtual Strangers if you haven't. Uh, I listened to um, to their like review of it or whatever discussion of it and. Eric, man, Eric went off on on it, and but he's but he comes from a place of you know he's he's somebody that you know comes from a place of love and and someone who cares, and he just he just nailed it on the head in terms of like you know what we should have gotten versus what we did get in in regards to that game, whether you liked it or not. Um, it is, I think, important to do, but but great job from great discussion by them. Um, you know, talking about like, look, it it doesn't have to be the a Quest port. It doesn't have to be the PS uh, PC port, which like hardly runs. Um, it, but it it could have just been like a PlayStation VR two version. Like it should have been like its own little version. Um, utilize the, you know, the eye tracking and stuff. They went in a big rant about like, you know, every game should utilize the eye tracking, and um, it's it's it was a great thing. I highly recommend you go check it out. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Glad, glad to hear that there's some uh, good opinions floating out there. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think we should, uh, we deserve better. Uh, but at the same time, uh, a lot of the criticisms that were sort of lodged, lodged at this thing were uh, were unfair. Um, it is a, it is really fun to play, and I think I, I mean, especially for the price, they're they're asking a very fair price for this game. Uh, Thirty bucks, twenty seven with the discount. Um, you know, and, and and what with a few patches, I think this one is is going to be a solid eight or so for me. Just once they clean up everything. Yeah, it needs a lot of patches, but yeah. needs needs graphics and and bugs uh, fixed, and it would the at audio least be like me. an eight. More more so yeah. than more than the graphics, the audio for me. Uh, we got Macho X Three, the real estate procrastin game cat exclamation macho, point. Macho, macho. That's it. I feel like I feel like that was a letdown. I it's feel like, times three, Brian. Like it's times three. That's it. Times. Three. I'll keep that in mind for the next time. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, how could, everything's letting me down lately, AJ. Everything starts off great and then just goes nowhere. <laughs> like my relationships with the five dollar tips. He writes, AJ. I watched your review of Green Hell today. Oh, you did a great. Okay, great job. I think you had the most accurate score for that game, in my opinion. I didn't know you did a Green Hell review because I'm not subscribed to you. He says nailed it. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. What what was your awesome, what was your final score? What was the most? What was this? It wasn't. Score? It wasn't far off. It wasn't uh, far from yours. I gave it a six point eight. Oh, we were um, point three points away. Three tenths of a point yeah. away. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I said I could, you know, I I could have swayed it a little. Uh, it could it could go in either direction a little, a couple of points, um, because I did enjoy it at the end of the day. But, but yeah, six point eight, like because at this while while I, yeah, it, it's just yeah, it's unfortunate because I wanted to go higher because there is so much content because we beg for big games like this, but then they I do think they they cut too many corners here um, is what I described. I don't think it's a yeah, well, I don't know. I hate I hate the word saying lazy devs, lazy port, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't I have a too. problem with it. I don't have a problem with it being the Quest version because it's a the, the from what I hear about the PC VR version, it hardly runs. It doesn't even work. So I'm like, and it's also the Quest version was built for VR. So it's like I'm okay with what they were going for. Yeah, but they still they didn't execute it well, like um, well enough. And so yeah, it's 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 just. 
as much as I had fun with it, uh, I also had a lot of frustration with it. Well, I think one of the best things you can ever say about any game is that you want more of it, right? And I think, um, so I think the biggest issue with Green Hell is that, uh, you know, if you go and look at the PC VR version or you go look at a gameplay, uh, somebody, you know, running through the entire game or just giving you like a review of it or something, then you find out that the game that you just played and loved and want more of there is more of it somewhere and we didn't get that right and so yeah. you know because i saw twitcher in the comments talking about oh you can do some farming stuff like you know like uh kind of like raise your own plants and stuff and, and kind of like create this sustainable uh, place to live type thing and, and so and, and th that's what i want man that's what i want in any survival game i eventually want i want to i want to uh, suffer and suffer and suffer and suffer and then start surviving and eventually i want to thrive and that's and, and i feel like in green hell I just survived the whole time and it, and it didn't give me the opportunity to thrive. You know, it was sort of like, ah, just keep fucking walking forward and get to the end of the game. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's yeah, just do that. I could have totally done without the story there. By the end of it, I was like, I, I really just enjoyed the surviving and exploring part. And that's, I just wanted more of that um, and crafting and eating shit in the jungle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I ate a lot of shit in the jungle. Andrew Bailey with the two quid says, Brian the lion, king of the cats. Gamescom ONL? No. Thank you so much for the two quid. Um, no, I'm not uh, not going to stream opening night live for Gamesca uh, Gamescom. I, did I say Gamescast or Gamescom? Because I feel like I said Gamescast ONL. Um, I got the invitation, uh, you know, the, the one that everybody gets to co-stream uh, Gamescom. And, uh, and we've learned our lesson. Don't don't waste your time. Don't sit there for four hours with Aceville, uh, looking at the screen board <laughs> and being like, "When's there gonna be something we care about?" No, I, I'll just I'll sit and watch from my bed, and then when something happens, I'll get up and make a breaking news report. Uh, and guess what? Uh, you know where the best place to cover Gamescom is? From right fucking here. Screw being at Gamescom. I'm so happy for everyone who went. All the developers who are there, all the content creators are there. I'm very very happy that that's something you want to do. This is where I want to be. <laughs> I hate leaving, AJ. I hate leaving. I know you do. Yeah. I keep I, People keep asking me to go places, and I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Why don't you understand? I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> not sure, Brando with the $5 tip says, I give up. I was trying to change my YouTube handle to not sure, Brando, the window licking special game cat. <laughs> Wait, why are we licking windows? <laughs> <laughs> but even without the spaces, it's too long. Oh, well, um, thank you for the attempt. And thank you for letting us know what it was. Window. My cat doesn't lick windows. I feel like I'm missing some kind of euphemism here. I know I'm missing one other tip here. I just got to scroll down far enough to see a living legend with the Canadian $5 tip says, sup game cats. Do you know if VenVR is slated for this year? I really hope so. Did they say a date? They just said coming soon, right? I think they're aiming for 2023, I want to say. I don't remember at this point. It's been too much time has passed. Too many other things have happened. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm expecting it in 2023, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed to 2024. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one I'm looking forward to. We need more platformers. Uh, Steel Free Shorts in the chat says, Hey, Brian, what's the best way to contact you? There are a million ways to contact me. Um, you can um, apparently just commenting <laughs> during a live show. Yeah, it, it worked. It worked, worked pretty well right now. Yeah. What, what do you got? Let's, <laughs> let's just have our conversation right now. So did you have my attention? Uh, I mean, without parole at gmail.com, uh, there's a, uh, 
you can also hit me up on Discord. My DMs are open. You can hit me up on Twitter. My DMs are open. Uh, by the way, fuck Twitter. I'm moving to Blue Sky as soon as fucking possible. If anybody needs a, a beta key, let me know. Uh, because they if they do remove the block feature, like I am just so fucking done with that place. It was already going downhill. Now it's at the bottom of the hill. There's nowhere else we can go, AJ. Let's get the fuck out and of then, there. Yeah, the block is like the only feature I need. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see all these annoying people. <laughs> Vogelsoft in the chat uh, says, Licking windows is what the French call window shopping. We, oui. We, oui, oui. oui. <laughs> <laughs> um hey man uh, i know it's let's monday go, let's drink some wine and lick some windows sorry go ahead oh, sorry i'm gonna drink some iodine <laughs> yes gotta gotta heal them wounds <laughs> from the inside <laughs> out um it's monday let's do some game cat name changes aj that's right. It is Monday, Brian, and we would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing your name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have one new GameCat to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Just one. I feel like we've been on a roll lately with like 20 every week, and yeah. now we have one. So thank you to the one and only, the hippie. Game cow in the garden of the sea pickle. Bing! Which is, when you say the one and only, do you also hear your viewer takeover intro in your head? I do now. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I hear the one and only, that's all the I hear. The one and only. <laughs> that, that's for the that was, uh, my, that was That was the God Cannon's face reveal, Brian. That was a big moment for me. Nice. Like, oh, God. I'm finally showing myself on the internet. What am I doing? Yeah, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, back when we did the show Viewer Takeover, when we just answered people's questions, every single episode began with a viewer introducing the show, just being like, hey, my name's whatever the game cat. This is Viewer Takeover. Some people got creative, some people didn't. It didn't matter. It was cool seeing everyone's faces. Um, and AJ, when he was a viewer of the channel instead of a co-host, uh, sent maybe one of the best Viewer Takeover intros ever. It was a song. Oh. And uh, I, it, head on over to Discord, and, I will, uh, and, and I'll post it in there to embarrass the fuck out of him I after do. the show. I think if you just search for Resident Evil viewer takeover, you'll find it. And, or maybe you got to add PSVR in there as well. But yeah, go and just enjoy embarrassing me. So, Hippie Game Cow in the Garden of the Sea Pickle. Um, what am I, wh what's the cow? I've got obviously Garden of the Sea. That's easy. What's, what's the cow part of it? The Hippie Game Cow. Yeah, I don't know where the cow part is, but maybe not definitely a, a garden of the sea. Maybe he's yeah, in maybe across the valley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's across the valley and a garden of the sea. Okay. He's doing a lot of farming in VR. Reference. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Uh, Macho X3, the real estate procrastinating game cat with a $1 tip. Didn't say anything, but you know what? What are you going to do? I feel like he said something else and I didn't give him the credit for. Yeah, there it is. I, I fucking knew. Uh, Macho also gave us $5 tips. Says, During loading in video clips, it made my eyes feel cross-eyed. It did suck that that opening was a 2D cutscene in Green Hell. And uh, then the load screens were like sort of 2D, but sort of 3D. And I'm like, what the hell? So dumb. Unnecessary loading screens. Uh, guys, don't forget, if you change your name to GameCat because you love us almost as much as we love you, make sure you put game, hashtag GameCat in the comments below any of our videos. Well, my videos, I guess, because we're not going to search AJ's videos. Uh, and, uh, and we'll give you a shout out on next week's show.
Meow. All right, man, we have a lot of news to talk about. First and foremost is going to be, uh, you know that today was August 21st, AJ. Do you know what was going to happen on August 21st? Do you know everybody, we, we all woke up today, we're all scouring the internet, we're looking through Twitter slash x.com and refreshing bloodiest games, refreshing perp games, because supposedly on August 21st, we were supposed to have a Madison VR gameplay reveal. And we didn't get it? We, no, we didn't get it. Yeah, it, was, it was a really big buildup, though, wasn't it? That was... Dude, I mean, how long do we have to wait to see some gameplay on this thing? I this is like this is my one of my most anticipated horror games. This and and Phasmophobia, um, you know, there's a lot of horror games on NVR, but there's not many good ones. So I'm really excited about these. Um, and yeah, man, it's just been teaser after teaser. And what happened? Like, where? How do you tease like a gameplay reveal and then not show up? Uh, I don't know what somebody happened. lose somebody do, like lose the footage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. Okay, I don't I don't know what specifically went down. Uh, but I did talk to uh, Mickey, the CEO of Perp, over uh, over there in jolly old England just before the show began, and uh, I said, "Hey, wasn't there supposed to be uh, something special today?" And he goes, uh, that, "That that'll be tomorrow." So uh, everybody, stay tuned. It should be tomorrow. Oh, well, at least we don't have to wait that long. But man. They well, really need to. They really need to get this timing stuff down, man. There, there's, you know, VR skater delay like delayed like three times. Um, really good game, by the way. Really good. Uh, game. Now, now this like, well, they got to get that ironed out. <laughs> so, here's why I don't have that big of a problem with it. The only reason I actually have a problem with it, let's let's start there, is because. Every single tease we've gotten, every single mention of Madison VR has not shown anything. And it's just been like, well, you can stop talking about it until you have gameplay to show us. But but the fact is, is that we've seen the game, like the flat screen version, right? And so how, yeah. much, how much different is the VR version uh, gameplay really going to look? Maybe we'll just have two hands in the game running around. Maybe we've got to shake those Polaroids ourselves, which would be fucking awesome. Um, so but I, I don't expect it to look that much different from the stuff we've already seen because the game's been out for like a year or two. So it's, I bet, uh, care, don't care. At least it's coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm imagining I imagine that they're setting this up for we might get a release date as well. Maybe that's what I don't know. Um, you'd have to imagine this is coming in time for spooky season. I mean, you would hope so. I mean, <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> How, why do I have a bad feeling that like Five Nights at Freddy's Oof. Help Wanted VR two, uh, Happy Fun Land, Numata, Madison, uh, what what other uh, what other horror Faz game? Phasmophobia. phasmophobia like what everything's going to get delayed and pushed to the exact same day in october and it's just going to be like this chaotic I mean, explosion or something if it's early october like is if it's spread out around october i'd be totally happy with that or at least as, as long as it's not all late october because then you won't have time to play them but yeah we've had so many octobers where there weren't any horror games to play so it'll be nice to finally get one again uh Agraxis with the $2 tip says nothing. Uh, or, or we got some uh, balloons in the number one or seven or something in there. So uh, thank you for the balloons. Very nice. Now let's try the game feeling with the $5 tip says repeating something Matt 
And Kanda recently said Paper Beast showed up uh, on in the PlayStation VR 2 store, even though it's just the PSVR 1 version. Paper Beast coming soon, question mark? Well, yeah. I mean, a bunch of PSVR 1 games have previously shown up in the PSVR 2 section and then got announced for PSVR 2. Uh, I mean, Crisis... Nobody, nobody is more a reliable leaker than Sony themselves. <laughs> <laughs> We've <true>. learned. Yeah. <laughs> like, like dude, that's another thing, too. Yeah, like, we used to... I don't know. What happened? What happened? They literally leak everything themselves these days. It's the best marketing they have. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really hope that Paper Beast uh, gets a little bit of, uh, like, I, man, they need to blow the resolution through the roof out of that game, like, really make the lighting worthwhile. Like, I mean, it's it's a game that's very artistic, and so I think they need to double down on that when it becomes a PSVR 2 game. I have no doubt that it's going to be a PSVR 2 game. Crisis Brigade 2 is currently on the store right now in the PSVR 2 section. Guess what? It's the PSVR 1 game. We know full well next month it's coming to PSVR 2, uh, but that's why it's sitting there. So if Paper Beast is sitting there, it's there, there's no question about it um but this game this game i feel like was an interesting puzzle game an interesting experiment a nice uh a nice artistic piece of media but i think they need to double down on the artistic side of it with psvr2 and i really hope they give us something like i don't know maybe like a body in game or a full locomotion that kind of thing like just to just to really up the immersion factor what would do it for you That's on paper beast aj that's all it needed was smooth turning and full locomotion. That's literally my biggest complaint about the game. I mean, yeah, because otherwise it had some really good physics. It had some, you know, a pretty good art style. Um, yeah, the sandbox mode was actually really good, even though I didn't like spend tons of time with it. It was was well done. Um, but yeah, that was that was the big thing for me. It, like, wasn't immersive because you're just. Click, 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 turn, 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 turn. Like, I don't know. Right. Kills it for me. Yep. Well, so, uh, I mean, we've got a lot of things to be excited for this week, AJ. Um, uh, for, for anyone who hasn't been paying attention, uh, Games Radar uh, does this. Um, I think it's it's got to be quarterly because they do it so goddamn frequently. The future game show, they're always doing a future game show. I think So I think it's got to be quarterly. Um, and, uh, and, and they're actually going to be showcasing Vertigo 2 uh, this week. Yeah, PSVR two during Gamescom. So uh, they're doing it live from Gamescom. Uh, so so we got that to look forward to. We got Madison VR tomorrow. Uh, we're going to check out that gameplay footage, um, and then also tomorrow will be a secret revealed by Vertigo Games regarding the seventh guest. Uh, we don't have a release date for this. Uh, all they had said so far was that it was twenty twenty three, and. Uh, what, I mean, what do you think the secret could possibly be? Do you think it's going to be a release date, a price? Uh, what? Well, we've had a pretty big announcement on it. Yeah, um, maybe uh, maybe perhaps a release window. Mm -hmm. Maybe the, maybe some first gameplay footage. Uh, well, we shall see. Yeah. We haven't seen... I mean, I guess what we've seen in the trailer looked like gameplay footage, and I don't think it said not actual gameplay so it probably was yeah i would um, say so what i'd like to see is the uh i want to see the fmv i mean i know it's not going to have the same effect but you know uh it's really cool that they're recapturing that that fmv thing but now it's going to be applied to a 3d space where you're going to have actors 
uh, like walking around and and still acting and and um, in the game. I mean, yeah, you can see some in the in the footage here, and um, I want to see I want to see like a like a some dialogue or something. Yeah, yeah. I, how, do you have a lot of faith in this game? I mean, I know it's, it's this beloved you know classic CD ROM game from a lot of our childhoods, uh, a lot of people's teenage years <laughs> depending on how old we are um do you i mean do you have faith that they're going to be able to recreate this this is from vertigo it, themselves I, like yeah i think this looks pretty cool i think this looks really cool i but i'm just the reason i'm asking is because of the track record right like we got arizona sunshine we got after the fall uh, games you know so uh it's very very curious what vertigo proper is capable of these days yeah, I mean, I don't think Vertigo has struggled as much as like Serbios or anything. So I, I like their chances more. <laughs> I, they, I'm, Vertigo, I'm, Vertigo's had some hit and misses, but they, they haven't, they never like, tr like really fell off a cliff or anything. Like they've always done okay. Yeah. They've done okay. I'm excited for this one. Really excited for this one. Um, very curious to see actual PSVR 2 graphics. I don't know if you guys remember the PSVR this week that I put together um, when this trailer first came out uh, for the PSVR 2 version, but it's literally the same version as the Quest version. It's like it's the exact same footage, except they just desaturated the colors for the PSVR 2 trailer. Like it's literally the same exact graphics, same exact gameplay. Somebody just knocked the saturation down about 30 points. It's exactly the same. Like, did they think this was going to make it look realistic or like I? I'm very confused by what they did here. Uh, so hopefully, I would like to see some actual, real PSVR 2 gameplay. I'd like to see how it's going to differ from the Quest 2 version. This is the stuff I care about, um, because obviously we want it to be the best version of the game, as always. Everyone's like, we just paid $500 for a PlayStation 5 and $550 for a PSVR 2. We deserve the best version. That's all I hear day in, day out. And I don't disagree with you. Yeah, so I don't disagree either. I, I think if the hardware is capable of it, yeah, like definitely want... like. An, uh, an enhanced version a you know the best version it can possibly be so i think especially getting some games several examples we've had like um you know uh star wars oh god i'm trying to think of demio what kind of examples um, had, are you giving us oh, like, oh upgraded like, ports yeah like yeah, yeah like if, if it's gonna it's okay to be on both systems right. they're both the two biggest vr headsets out there um but really like you know but but don't just go with the low the the lowest common denominator in terms of like features and power and graphical but like if you take the time to like tailor the game for playstation vr2 um you have the a potentially much bigger audience to to connect with and to to sell on like the, look at the success that like Red Matter Two had and yeah. um, Synapse and stuff. You you have the chance to break into like like the, the like mainstream gaming culture if your game is good enough. So yeah, don't squander it like <laughs> some recent games did. Uh, it's funny because Rody the GameCat Army General in the chat reminds us that Seventh Guest was one of the first CD-ROM games. He says it was not scary, but it was a flat screen puzzle game. So hopefully they'll add some scares. Um, I agree. That's, I think that's something a lot of a lot of us when we were younger might have played it and been like, "Oh, it's scary." But you know, if you were old enough to realize, you're like, "Man, this setting is like creepy," but it's absolutely it's absolutely not a horror game. Really, really hoping that they 
lean more heavily into the horror uh, because I think that's what a lot of people would be looking for when they walk into a big fucking creepy mansion uh, with the name of the seventh guest on it. They, you need to, you need, I think you need to up the ante in that department. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it always, it always had like a creepy atmosphere and stuff. And I think that's all it really has to do. Yeah. I think it has to do more. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and if you guys are looking for more coverage of Resident Evil 4, uh, you have exactly one month to wait until, uh, is it Tokyo Game Show? When we're going to see uh, yes. Capcom display a few more games. And Resident Evil 4 VR is uh, going to be one of those games. AJ, I find the list of games that they're going to show off ridiculous. <laughs> At Tokyo Game Show, they're showing off Street Fighter 6, Monster Hunter Now, Exo Primal, Apollo Justice, Apollo Justice 4, 5, 6, which is just like, I believe, the Phoenix Wright trilogy or Apollo Justice trilogy. I guess it's called Apollo Justice, so it's the Apollo. Yeah. Um, and then Resident Evil 4 VR. None of these are like new. <laughs> like I know Exo Primal, I mean, that's out now. And so, but like, now, so you're going to show that again at TGS? What the, I mean, it's a very strange group of games that they've highlighted. Um, maybe they've just highlighted these games, saying we're gonna we're gonna talk more about these games, and then there'll also be other things. Or do you think this is gonna be it? Uh, I'm maybe they'll be. Yeah, they don't usually do. They usually do like big announcements. There's there's usually a couple announcements, but I don't think they usually ever announce anything unless I'm just like completely blanking here. Um. I don't recall any huge announcements at Tokyo Game Show. It's it's more like a like showing off stuff. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for them to show off more of this because obviously this last gameplay trailer that we got um, that actually revealed some of the uh, you know the first person VR stuff uh, looks incredible. As I've said many times, as you said many times, uh, it looks even better than Village. Uh, so hopefully they've learned a few things and uh, they can make this VRAF. I'm I'm fucking excited, dude. Um, what's, what's your estimate? I mean, I, I know we just kind of throw out random dates for this, but it's fun to speculate. What's your estimate? When do you think this game is coming out? Well, I've always thought probably March, like a year after release, but, um, with this being fully playable at Tokyo game show, I mean, I've definitely been speculating that it could, uh, it could arrive sooner and that would be amazing. I mean, if this... We still have what a month and a half before October, dude. Like a surprise October drop would be like insane, or something before the holidays. Um, that would be amazing. Um, and you know, Village came out a year after uh, the game was released, but PSVR two wasn't out yet. PSVR two is out now. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's this will actually give us a, a fantastic idea of you know just how long it's it'll take uh for for capcom to bring games over to vr you know even big games like this or yeah you know because we, we know we know full well that like you know resident evil 7 resident evil village this wasn't the full team of capcom like working on these things bringing it over to vr it's a very 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 small like group of like three or four people kind of toiling away in the back of the office being like we, we we're almost there right it's it's really not like that big of their team uh getting these things out there i i'd been saying for a long time aj that i think it's going to be uh, a holiday 2023 game uh 
But as we get closer to the holidays and I realize uh, that we have all of these third-party games that still need to be released, right? Every time we talk about another game, it's like, oh, Vampire the Masquerade is going to be playable at like PAX West. It's like, wait, Vampire the, Ma- Vampire the Masquerade, that's coming out this year too, right? It's like every single time we talk about a game, it's like, oh, yeah, this year, this year, this year, this year, right? We know about very few games that are actually coming out next year. So uh, so I kind of I kind of think that like there's there's this opportunity for, you know, for, for Capcom and Sony to kind of sit back and let third parties carry uh, the holidays. Uh, this being the first holiday season that PSVR 2's had, uh, because then people will pick it up, have Gran Turismo to play, have Village to play, have Horizon to play, have Red Matter to play, have all these just fantastic fucking games, Synapse, uh, and, and that'll carry them through. And then, you know, and, and that, like you said, like somewhere around like fe- February or March, like hit them again, right? And be like, yeah, we've got all these fucking amazing games, but also look at this, the exclusive VR version of Resident Evil 4. Uh, I think it would be a great strategy. I would love it for the holidays, don't get me wrong, but, uh, but I think it would be a great strategy to do it this way too. I don't think they have anything to lose at this point. Just release it when it's ready. Like <laughs> yeah. you literally have nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm not sure. Oh, Hey there. I didn't even know you were next to me until I brought, brought up the full screen. There we go. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what their marketing strategy is for PSVR too. I don't know what their marketing strategy is for PS5 at this point. So there's a marketing strategy. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Uh, and uh, damn it. Well, I, I think I think I feel like October would be a great um, time to release this. If it's not like, you know, if it's if it's if it's coming this year, I, I definitely feel like October would be the best time for it. I mean, if it's possible, sure. Right. Like they then they can be marketing on all fronts for Halloween. Uh, that would be amazing. I'd, I would. Yeah, love and that. then and then you still have you know, time for you give people time to save up for the holidays. And I guarantee you there will be people saving up to get a PSVR two for Resident Evil four around Christmas time. Absolutely. How, how cool would it be to have a Resident Evil four Resident Evil Village bundle uh oh my with God. PSVR two? Right? Here's your and, here's your and Christmas Grand deal. Turismo 7. <laughs> and Grand Turismo seven. Right? Yeah. Boom. Here's our here's our um uh nightmare before Christmas uh PSVR two <laughs> bundle for you. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah that's what I did there. Uh, um, yeah, d- yeah, they definitely. I mean, you don't have to do that, but that'd be great. Why not? <laughs> Whatever. But I was. I, I will tell you though. Um, you know, we're 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 finally getting closer to the end of August, AJ, uh, and I and I love that. Um, I haven't had a mental breakdown yet <laughs> because when August first wrote, you know, when we first heard about August, and oh yeah, what's going on? Okay, tornadoes taking over the show, you guys. I will, I will hold my thought. Tornado takeover. Um, so, uh, okay, yeah, you can stand there. It's fine. Uh, so August was a scary month for me. It still is a scary month for me because we st- we've, we've only got like nine days left in the month and we have three major games still coming out. We've got Firewall Ultra. We've got Crossfire Sierra Squad and Phasmophobia supposedly still coming out according to developers. Uh, so it's, it's very much a... Um, I mean, a promising rest of the month, but also a crazy busy rest of the month. Dude, next month is already packed. Have you have you seen the release dates for next month? On the 6th, we got Toss, whether you care about it or not, I don't know. 14th, we got Down and Out. 
I don't know who cares about that. 19th, we got Broken Edge. On 19th, we've also got Ruins Magus, uh, Ruins Magus Complete Edition. Uh, the 21st, Hellsweeper VR. And then that right there. Right? That right there, man. Yeah. Hellsweeper VR is is absolutely the, the biggest thing I'm waiting on so far. And then somewhere in the mix, we'll also have the PSVR 2 version of Alvo, it seems, uh, and Crisis Brigade 2. Uh, When's Arashi supposed to come? 2023. <laughs> that wasn't September? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember them putting a date on it, but I, I could be completely wrong. I have no idea. Maybe they just said fall. I'm looking forward to, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to Arashi and, um, dude, Hell Sweeper, man. Hell Sweeper. Yeah. I keep hearing, people keep telling me there's co-op in it. Yeah. And I don't know where this, where that's confirmed. I mean, so hold on. Let me let me go over. I to... know Sorrento had co-op, mm -hmm. but I feel like I don't remember them saying a sing like in any of the trailers and any. Well, so um... so just to clarify on Sorrento, we only got two player co-op right on uh, PSVR one, and but it had four player co-op uh, and PvP on on PC. Uh, oh, did it? Yes. So four player co-op on PC. Yeah, I, we, I, I just had a conversation what? with um, with Finn uh, in voice chat about this recently. And so I looked it up and that's yeah, he was the, the he was one of the one. Yeah, he was one of the ones that told me it had co-op. Um, so I not know this. Yeah. So uh, on here on on the Steam store page, it's definitely saying online co-op. I am not seeing a Hold on, I'm not seeing a number for how many players. Um, or for those who can't handle it alone, team up with your friends, survive together, die together. Um, but it doesn't. It doesn't say. Uh, I'm assuming if Sirento was four players on PC, then uh, then this will also be four players on PC, and uh, and then we're we're likely getting the PC VR version. So I my bet would be this is four player co-op. Dude, if that's four player co-op, like holy shit, that is that's big. That's really really big cuz people I think most people are interested in this game for just for the single player alone, but it, you know, what's the number one thing uh people ask for is multiplayer in games. And so yeah, man, that's if it's got multiplayer too, which apparently Vader's saying it's it's up to four players. So holy shit, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Looking good, man. Looking good. Hell Me meanwhile, the entire time we're talking about Hellsweeper, what trailer do I have playing? Toss. <laughs> I know. I know what the cats want. Oh man. <laughs> oh no. I mean, I'm. You know, I'll. I, I'm. I'm not like dreading playing Toss. It, it's. It, you know, it looks like a. It looks like it could be a fun, cool, simple, colorful, charming platformer. Um, first person platformer, but. But I can definitely, you know, whenever like, it's definitely like on the on on the backlog. <laughs> it's it's not a priority by any means. But I'm like, I'm hoping that when I do eventually play it, that it's like, all right. And during AJ's thoughts on Toss, I was playing Trailer Four. Anybody? Anybody? That's right. Fucking Hell Sweeper. <laughs> Very nice. People, the sales for Toss are going to go really high, and the sales for Hellsweeper just dropped. Right. I thought Toss was this demon game with all these realistic graphics and four-player co-op. Living Legend with the Canadian $5 tip says, I'm praying that the medieval remake comes to... Are they doing another fucking medieval remake? 
Not or or is he talking of. about the one that we already got on like PS4 a while ago? Wasn't that like forever ago? He's talking about, he's saying, I think Medieval 2 remake is what he's hoping for or something. Okay. Playing that the Medieval remake comes. <laughs> finish the sentence, Brian. I should, I should, the, I should finish the it, thought. Yeah. It all makes sense. <laughs> I, I would bet a pizza it won't. Um, he says, I'm, <laughs> I'm praying that the Medieval remake comes to PSVR 2 or that they start working on a Medieval 2 remake. My childhood Halloween memories. I mean, sir, I don't know if I want to be Sir Daniel Fortescue in first person VR. I mean, I'll just, I'll take whatever I can get. I would rather be Maximo and, and do some Ghosts to Glory in first person. Like look down and have like little heart boxer shorts on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I I mean, would you? I I would I would be fine with third person a third person uh, medieval game in VR. Give me that. That'd be fun. Sure. There's no way I'm playing it on the flat screen, unfortunately. So if it comes to VR, no, I, tried. Person, I would do it. I, I think I bought it just to support it because I do. I did love that game a long time ago, but yeah. um, but I don't think I ever played it. I started to it. I was like, eh, I don't know. You love that game a long time ago, but maybe it didn't hold up, AJ. Yeah. Like all of your other favorite PS1 games? No, I loved the remake of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. But you didn't play the remake of Medieval. And and the Spyro remastered trilogy, sure. the trilogy was amazing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And where the fuck was our VR mode for Crash Team Racing remake? Yeah, and I'm still waiting on Twisted Metal. Yeah. And Metal Gear Solid. Uh, all. Finn in the chat says uh, that he's wrong. The PSVR 2 version has two players. Again, it, the Steam store doesn't clarify, so I don't think that we're getting like a two-player version when the PC version's got two players. I, it, it doesn't say. I'm, I'm sure that it's probably just two players across the board. Um, I'll, I'll try to get some clarification on that. You tell them, Shades. What did Shades say? That's what I said. I, I literally said that. Medieval could also be a good third-person VR no, game. I literally the, just said the, that. The, the thing below that, his next sentence. I, I I can't read that. It's like in a different language, and and and, and I don't and I don't read stupid. <laughs> I, I only took like one year of stupid, and that was like thirty years ago. Um, so. Jet Moto is still a great game. That's right. Everybody, tell Brian how wrong he is. Listen, listen. He can never. I loved never Jet Moto One back in the day. Right, I did. I loved it. I had a good time with it. For a long time, it was my no, only. You didn't. I did. I did. I asked for wait, it for like wait. my birthday or Christmas or something, and I got it. You're just, um, you're just I, trying to win an argument here. You're just being manipulative. Nope. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's aged well, <laughs> and it, but I would love it in I would love it in VR. I think that concept would be amazing in VR. That grappling hook around the corners. I think that would be an amazing rush to shoot that electric grappling hook out and just go boom, right around corners. That would be a rush. I'd love it. While it is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger with the Canadian $2 tip says nearing a hundred thousand subscribers. Keep it up. May God bless you. 98.1 Brian. Cool. Cool. There's a lot of you guys. Thanks for being here. I love you. Um, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's slow going. Like I'm, I'm in no rush to get a hundred thousand subscribers. And here's why AJ, because I have no plans for when we hit a hundred thousand, like I, I want to do something special for the community. I want to, I, I want to have fun. I want to make a special video. I want it to be a big event. Uh, I don't have time for that right now. 
And I also don't have the creativity for that right now. So really need to like, eh, you know, slow the roll a little bit. If everyone could just unsubscribe and then resubscribe in a few months, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need it. This is the opposite of what every other YouTube channel does, AJ. <laughs> um, all right, dude, we need to, let's, 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 let's real quick um, talk about the firewall news. Uh, we didn't do a show uh, on Friday with Miles, unfortunately. Sorry, guys, I was absolutely fucking beat. I tried, uh, but I was totally beat. Um, and that means we didn't have a chance to talk about the firewall news. Uh, AJ, before we get into what they revealed on the PlayStation blog about the firewall ultra PVE mode, are you concerned about this game being the fact that it's the, I don't know, 21st and it's like three days away and we like really haven't seen more new footage. We haven't really seen like anything new about firewall. Are you concerned at all? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, obviously things, you know, thing it it could it could launch and I'm not saying there's no chance it could have a rocky launch or, or it could come out and not be as good as we anticipated, but yeah. what what do I feel? I feel like this game is going to be amazing. Like I I think it's going to be really really good. Um what I said on Saturday I think was like the reason I'm really confident in this is because the majority of the game is basically Firewall Zero Hour, <laughs> which was amazing. Um, so, like, I, I'm expecting this to be Firewall Zero Hour with some enhancements and some uh, new content. And, like, that's all they have to do to make this a success. Yeah. I, I'm torn. I'm torn because I, I do feel like I have a lot of faith in this team. I, I think that they are... Uh... That they that they've got a lot of uh, a lot of potential, and that they never they never stop supporting Firewall Zero Hour. Like I mean, like yeah. just nonstop support throughout the PSVR one generation till the very very end. And um and and so I you know I have a lot of faith that they've been working on this for a long time. That they've that they that they're very passionate about this. That they want to make it the best game that they can. Um, my only concern would be that you know they're not publishing it. This is Sony published. Uh, and I, and I'm just you know not 100% sure uh, what's going on behind the scenes in terms of that, right? Like how much control First Contact really has and how much control Sony has. Uh, so it's going to be oh, an interesting... Oh, I mean, it's Sony's week. IP, so Sony right. has all the control. Right, exactly. Absolutely. And, and that's what concerns me a little bit. Um, but obviously, this is, it's the same thing that happened with Firewall Zero Hour, and they ended up making a fantastic game with very long legs. So... I think uh, I think this will probably be good at launch. I'm a little concerned that there that it may not be great at launch, and people will bitch and moan and cry and say, I "Told you so." Uh, well, I and think then it'll if get it's, better. I think if it deserves it, then it deserves it. As there's no, you know, like as much as it sucks and whatnot. Like I'm totally okay with people going after, you know, getting on to developers about bringing a quality product to us. Like no, that. That only helps us at the end of the day, um, as long as it's truthful, right? Um, uh, like, like I think I think that uh, I have no problem with demanding better. But yeah, I've got no problem with demanding better either. Um, I'm not a fan of the way people have been demanding better. 
Uh, yeah. A lot of people, I mean, when it, when you just hurl insults at developers constantly, when, you know, when people out there have no idea what it takes to actually make a game. Right. Constant lazy like developer, lazy port, like just total cash grab. It's like people don't know what those terms mean if, they, if, they're, if they're using them so casually like that. Yeah. I mean, if it's so easy, go make your own game. Right. <laughs> like, show me. But, um, but I again, I don't have a problem with people demanding better. And right. Um, well, my, so sorry. I want to make. I want the the point I want to make is that it only benefits us if it's done in the right way. Um, because I, I don't know if I've shared this story with you, but I do know of a, of a game that was supposed to come to VR a couple of years ago, and the team literally couldn't deal with the VR community because of their demands. Uh, and just in the way that they were treated by the VR community and said, fuck it, we're not going to make this in VR because we can't stand you guys. Like, it, they literally were very vocal about it, and then they went very quiet about it. Like, they <laughs> removed a lot of their posts and shit. So, like, and I don't want to call them out. I don't want to, like, be talking about what game it is or, or, or who the developer is. But, like, you know, it, it can hurt us. It can absolutely hurt us because I can totally see people saying, man, these guys suck. And just and just walk away and say, if you fucking just deal with what you got. We don't we don't want to put up with this shit anymore. So be right. You know, just they're people. Be respectful. That's all I've got to say. Well, it it is an interesting kind of thing that's going on this generation. This is a little bit different than last gen. You know, every every single generation, every single uh, has like their where people's expectations change. What, what you know, what they come to expect and. This generation definitely has this like um, like people are very they're a little bit more nitpicky about things for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's just a little it's a little all over the place. It's it's not always the best thing that's going on, but but like I said, um, I think transparency is important. Um, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, when games do get it right, they're still not good enough sometimes. And that's what pisses me off. You know, we talk about like song in the smoke all the time and and it's just like, well, it's it's cartoony, dude. It's such a good game. though. <laughs> like like it has a little bit of cartoony art style and whatnot. Like it's just it gets a little I don't know. It just feels to me. It feels like there's no winning regardless. Like it, it literally feels like there's no winning unless every last little bit of thing is perfect. Electrical Blast in the chat says, can you talk about David Jagno's responses to the questions in First Contact Entertainment's Discord? Um, I can't because I don't I, I don't go over there. That is a dumpster fire. Their Discord is like the place where dreams go to die. Um, so I stay away from there. We have a nice friendly Discord where like we don't shit on everything. Uh, and so I don't hang out there. Um, that being said, uh, what? I can I can guarantee you without even knowing what you're talking about, David Jagno is what the community manager. I don't know what the fuck David does over there, um, but he's the one that sends out all the emails from First Contact. All, yeah, they all have his aim on him. Um, I'm, I'm sure people are asking questions that First Contact literally can't answer because again, it's a Sony published product. They have all the control. Uh, there, there's literally things that they can and cannot talk about, and they mostly can't talk about anything. So. I, I will love to, I'll love to go check out what you're talking about and find out exactly what it is, but I guarantee you that's the answer. All right, man. Uh, before we move on to our final news story, we got Macho X3, the real estate procrastinating game cat with a $5 tip. Rare says, Chivalry 2 in VR would be great. If haven't played that game, it's a ton of fun. As I play it in first person view, I could see myself easily playing it in VR. Chivalry 2, AJ. 
I don't know. Did we even talk about the PVE mode in Firewall? <laughs> we, we don't. We don't have time for that shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, listen. Go 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 to the PlayStation blog. This is this is this is the longest <laughs> show ever. No, no. It's it's uh. Do, do you want to talk about it? I feel like we should talk about it. I mean, we, I we, talked we about it on Saturday, so yeah, I, I got it out of my system. But if, yeah, what are your thoughts? What do you think of the the new PvP mode? PVE mode uh, called Xfil Brian, yeah. where yeah, there's now three laptops that you have to hack, mm -hmm. and then you have to escape. Does this mode sound exciting to you? It does. It does because I know a lot of people probably are like, "Oh, now there's only three laptops. Now big fucking deal, big difference." Um, but to me, it actually sounds really exciting. Um, actually, I, most people are pretty excited about it. <laughs> good. I, I mean, I'm glad to yeah. hear that because it's you know I, I've I've heard I've been hearing about this mode for a very long time. Um, I, the developers seem extremely excited about this mode, and uh, and and it seems really fucking intense. Right, it's it, it seems like it adds a whole new dimension to firewall, and I really like the idea of it. For for anybody who doesn't know, uh, I'm going to summarize this real quick. They say, uh, "What is in the Xfil mode?" Is that in Xfil, you and up to three other players will set out on missions to secure data on yes, three laptops. Um, Ba, 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 ba. We've designed each map to accommodate both PVE and PVP game modes, so you're always uncovering new pathways through levels and finding great flanking spots to take out enemies. When you first load into the XFL mission, you'll hack into one of two available access points to reveal the laptop locations, then make your plan of attack. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, once the laptops are revealed, they will appear at spawn points from a dynamic set of locations. So when you replay, it's not repetitive. Um, you have to be careful in this mode though, because the AI patrols are deadly. Um, okay. And then, if, you know, of course, as, as you do your thing, the AI squad will converge on your location and you'll have to get to the, uh, exfiltration spot alive with your whole team, uh, and basically defend that spot until you're able to be, uh, pulled out of there. Right. Did I miss anything important, AJ? Uh, No. Okay. That that's the part that sounds like definitely the most intense that that's and that's kind of what's being sold as like the most intense part is the extraction, um, like getting to that point, hunkering down and then just like fending off like, you know, a bunch of enemies and trying to survive. That's I like I like what they're doing here. I like the way that they structured this. And I and I hope um, I hope it has a really intense. There's two things I hope to see. One really intense survival, like at the end, like you really feel like you're fighting for your life and that you're depending on your teammates, uh, your squad mates to, to get out of there alive. Um, that would be really cool. And then I do hope that there's like a way to kind of like stealth around a little bit um, and, and, you know, do um, accomplish some of the objectives, like without being detected at first, like, you know, and have some things to go and you did miss one thing though brian what i miss uh there's it's called like the 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 black market something missions um black street i don't remember what it was called <laughs> but it's like um there's some sort of like side missions that they're going to be like side objectives and ch challenges basically that they're going to be uh introduced like um introducing into this as well so it'll give you like a little side uh challenge to do in the middle of all this as well excellent that sounds great um 
I think the thing that's going to make or break this mode obviously will be the AI. Um, you know, I, I think I think people are suspicious of this mode a little bit because if you ever played the, it, it was essentially a training mode uh, for Firewall. It was the only single player thing you could do in Firewall Zero Hour. En enemies would just come right at you. Like there was no AI attached to it. They were just like run toward this guy and shoot him. Um, and so I think people are skeptical that this is going to be somehow be better than that. Uh, and I think it's going to be a lot better than that. Um, mm. We'll see. I mean, dude, I, yeah, you know, I they talk about they talk about them like the only difference I I see from, you know, I, I thought when they revamped it, it actually wasn't bad or anything. It, it definitely was better than like Alvo's uh, AI um, or uh, Warzone's AI. Um, but uh, I thought it was like, OK, but yeah, it's definitely not like the it's not worthy. It wasn't worthy enough to be like, you know. A single player attraction kind of game and yeah i don't know if i expect this mode to really be like you know uh something for single player enough for single player gamers i just think it's an alternate mode that's kind of cool maybe it's maybe it is fun maybe it does stick and grow um but i when it comes to like a single player thing i feel like crossfire has the better chance of being like a like a better single player experience oh Absolutely. Although, you know, I'm absolutely going to try to test. I'm going to test this out and see if I can play it um, by myself and see if the difficulty scales or, or how all that works. Um, it would be very interesting. It, it would be it would actually be cool if the difficulty didn't scale. Right. So, so that you really do need your teammates to play through this. And the better you get at the game, like the fewer players you need to actually do an exfil mission. Um, I, I saw I saw Denishing Act uh, asked a question in the chat. He said, um, "How how are the missions built for PvP and PVE if they're the same or the if they're the same maps as Zero Hour?" Um, and I think that's important to note that they're not the same maps as Zero Hour. They've been changed. All the maps, even even if they're the same locations you're familiar with, um, all the maps have been changed drastically. And so the, you're not going to be able to access certain parts that you used to. Uh, there's going to be brand new areas that you haven't seen before. Uh, again, for anyone who thinks this is just firewall HD or something, it's it's from what I've been told, it's a lot more than that. I um, mean, I'd be totally okay with that. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't want them to change it for the worse. Like, nope. like I, I, I personally, yeah, of course, I want new content. I want new fresh stuff. But if you're bringing the old, the classic stuff, like. Yeah, like hopefully there's still a way to play them in the classic way because those were really good. That's why that's how I I didn't get 300 out uh, 300 <laughs> 400 hour, hours out of it. Um you know, for nothing. Like it was it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep I keep feeling like I'm I'm like in a position where I'm like defending things that I I can't really defend. Like, you know, I, I can only tell you what I've been told. Uh you even, even then only so much. Um, and, and until I get my hands on it, like, I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't have any real opinions. I'm, I, I think this is going to be good, but there's just no way to know until we actually have our hands on it. So fingers crossed yeah. that we have an awesome week this week because if, I mean, firewall getting firewall on PSVR one was one of the best weeks we ever had on PSVR. It was, yeah, it was great, man. Jumping in with a bunch of people, especially in a game, a style of game that I was not comfortable playing. I was like tactical shooters and like, uh, not my thing. Uh, and we got in and like all of us just kind of learned together. So, you know, some of you guys were familiar with, uh, you know, variations of this on the flat screen, but I wasn't. So it was, it was really, it was trial by fire, but it was really fun. 
Uh, Macho X3, the real estate procrastinating game cat with the $10 tip says, I need single player slash co-op game that I can do missions my way, all out fire or stealth, and that I can load up at any time and play alone and just be tactical, clear rooms and feel like John Wick. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a pretty good game. I, I don't I don't think there's going to be any stealth in uh, Crossfire, do you? I think that that looks very straightforward, action oriented. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, um, but I agree, man. That sounds, that sounds like a great game. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what game it is that that that, that will fulfill all those requirements, though. All right, man. Let's get to this. Let's get to our main story today, and that is Paradox of Hope. Uh, this was such an interesting uh, notification to get on Discord. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with Paradox of Hope, um, and give me a second, let me bring up some of these trailers here so you can get a better idea of what this game looks like. This is on Steam Early Access, and it was planned to come to PSVR 2. Uh, it's by, by developer Monkey with a Bomb, and it's a self-described, this is how the developer described it, Metro Stalker Escape from Tarkov inspired game. So it, all, all the makings of a great game, um, and if you if you check out anybody's let's plays on YouTube, all different content creators checked it out. Everyone seems to love it. Everyone, uh, you know, you know how everyone uh, with Dash Dash were like, "It's Mario Kart in VR," and then when it was Stride, they're like, "It's Mirror's Edge in VR." Well, this was it's Metro in VR, and I think that's something that a lot of people really wanted. Um, yeah, uh, the Metro series is great. So. I'm going to bring up this store Steam listing. It's of no, it's no resistance, but it's good. I'm going to bring up the, the Steam store listing of this. Uh, this has been taken off of Steam, by the way. Uh, and so we got to do this with a little help from our good friends over at the Wayback Machine. Uh, hopefully this will work. Hopefully this will work. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. All right. Well, let me know if this pops up. Oh, shit. Hold on a second. What the hell? Sorry. I got, got a couple different things going on over here. It's no bloody roar. It's no cool borders, too. You just do this to torture but me, I, don't you? But, but I like the Metro series. <laughs> interesting okay well the wayback machine definitely worked for us uh earlier so i'm just going to read a little bit from the oh there it is Poof, it took a little while for it to kick in uh since this has been removed from the steam store uh, i had to use the wayback machine in order to uh to let you guys know what the, what the description of this was uh it said paradox of hope is an immersive single player vr shooter with survival in horror elements, explore mysterious metro mazes of post-apocalyptic Moscow. Use stealth or combat approach to achieve your goal. Upgrade your arsenal and achieve dot 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 and, and achieve <laughs> something else. Um, let's see. Embark on an exciting journey through an atmospheric single-player campaign. Play as a stalker dragged into the chain of horrific events. Rectify your mistakes and find a way to save the metro. Uh, 
Yeah, so there's different modes. Uh, one of them that they're detailing here is called Raids, extraction-based game mode with procedural level generation, test your survival skills in a deadly environment, choose your gun, stock up on filters and first aid kits, collect valuable loot, and find a way out of the location. Uh, but if you die, you lose everything, very Tarkov-like. Um, sell the loot and use the money to buy a cooler gun, spend them, for example, on a larger backpack. Uh, it's got a single-player campaign, endlessly replayable raids uh, with procedural level generation, uh, possibility of stealth weapon modifications equipment upgrades immersive gameplay mechanics uh plenty of accessibility options this kind of seems like it had it all um and then yesterday doom, 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 <laughs> uh, they got they got hit with an accusation of copyright infringement and this I mean, I got to I got to say that, you know, when, when you have small developers that, that are like this, that are putting their heart and soul into a game and that this has become their sole source of income, like they're, they're what they're doing in life, you know, it, it's 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 detrimental. Right. Uh, and so if you if you go over to the uh, Paradox of Hope Discord server, uh, Nick Z over there, the developer who posted this said uh, very bad news. Here's what happened. Unfortunately, today I have some bad, bad news. Recently, Paradox of Hope has been accused of copyright infringement. In the game Paradox of Hope, no names, characters, events, assets, or code from any other game are used, and its lore and story are original. The setting, idea, or gameplay mechanics cannot be protected by copyright. Therefore, I sincerely believe that Paradox of Hope does not violate anyone's copyright and only uses similar imagery and anal analogous elements inherent to the genre of Soviet post-apocalyptic shooters. However, unfortunately, the one with the more money has the upper hand in legal matters. I simply cannot afford to take this into the realm of legal proceedings. Consequently, the further development of Paradox of Hope is halted and the game will no longer be available for purchase. This is a very difficult day for me. They've taken away not only my sole source of income, but also my beloved creation in which I poured my soul and heart into over the last four years. But most of all, I'm sorry that I've let you down. For all those who supported me in the early stages of development, please forgive me. I have no words to express how sorry I am. So what happens next? As far as I know, those who already own the game will be able to continue playing it. It will remain in your Steam library. All the recent changes I made to the past, I made in the past few days in an attempt to save the game have been rolled back. I intend to take all the accumulated experience from working on Paradox of Hope and release a new game in the same genre, but without using the Moscow Metro setting. I will likely seek the support of a major publisher this time to ensure avoiding copyright issues. Um, in this Discord, I will share the very first news about the new game and will uh, conduct closed testing. I try my best to ensure that everyone who purchased Paradise, uh, Paradox of Hope will have access to testing, will also receive the new game for free upon release. Once again, I offer my deepest apologies for the situation, and I hope that you will all stay here and follow the updates. Uh, he goes on to say some really kind of, I, I gotta say, probably some very noble things. He says, I won't disclose who raised the copyright infringement claims, and I kindly ask you to cease all speculation in this regard. I urge no one stir up a scandal and especially not to blame anyone for it. The situation has been resolved peacefully. Please don't make it worse. Um, I, I, I don't want to cease all speculations in this regard, AJ. 
<laughs> I mean, it, if it's not... You are disobeying his, his final wish, Brian. If it's not clear, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if it's not clear, it's the Metro developers. And actually, probably probably not even Metro developers. Metro developers were Deep Silver, and they were recently inquired by Embracer Group. Um, and so my, my guess is that that's exactly what happened, is that, you know, Embracer Group is this sort of monopolistic, uh, you know, type entity that keeps gobbling up de developer after developer after developer. Vertigo Games is under their umbrella. And, uh, and I feel like that they'll, they'll protect their IPs at any, at all cost. The AJ, the reason, the reason I want to talk about this, I mean, for multiple reasons, right? First and foremost, this was going to be a PSVR two game. Uh, I was going to ask about that. Okay. So I was like, was this like confirmed or yes. at least I guess the developer probably yes. said, you know, I mean, I look at it as like one of those things where the developer was probably like, yeah, like I'm, I, they just say it and, but there's not actual any movement or anything behind the scenes is kind of what I would assume here. Um, unless he has a PS5 dev kit and a PSVR2 dev kit, then, uh, then it's like one of those, yeah, I'm going to bring it to PSVR too, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's an int it's an interesting uh, guess. Like we we don't know. Like very frequently, uh, developers who have games of this caliber, games of this quality, uh, have been working with Sony longer than you know than we've been aware. Um, and we've been talking about this game for the better part of uh, a year now, maybe a year and a half. Uh, and so I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you uh, exactly. Um, uh, exa exactly where in development that this game was for PSVR 2, if it even started development, or, you know, being an early access game, uh, if, if it was just on the roadmap way far out in the future. The fact That's is... That's what I would guess. The fact is, is I'm sad about this because I've, I, I, I watched, um, you know, one of the cats was streaming this in Discord, uh, and, and I watched... Uh, I watched it, 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 the early parts of this, the single player campaign. Yes, it was survival horror, but, but the early parts of it almost feel very escape room like, uh, where you're like solving puzzles and it's just a, this great, dark, gritty atmosphere. Uh, and then seeing what they've added to it since then, it just seems like it's been going in the right direction. Uh, and was really, you know, headed to be one of those more full fledged, more, uh, the, the kind of, the kind of game that we want in VR, uh, the reason the it, it, i will say it does look very nice like from everything i'm seeing um yeah it, it does look nice the other reason i bring this up is because this is, does does this set a bad precedent because is obviously this this is not a carbon copy of metro by any stretch of the imagination right yeah again yes he, he's right it's, it's it's a similar setting right it's post-apocalyptic uh you know uh, metro uh, Russian setting, uh, but but it, but it's certainly not an identical game. Uh, it doesn't. This might set a bad precedent for games like uh, for games like Stride, right? Here we here we are waiting. Like somebody desperately, please, we're, we're asking EA, please bring us Mirror's Edge in VR, and they don't, and, and then and then we get Stride, uh, and then this sets a bad precedent where EA turn around and say, uh, yeah, we just don't like the fact that you know you've made a game that kind of looks like ours and kind of has the same idea. Um, shut it down. I mean, yeah, they it's. <sighs> You know, they the thing with Stride was they sold it as a very much a parkour game, and that's a common thing. Like, yeah, just 
I think this maybe went a little too far. Um, I mean, you even see something like, I don't know, Beat Saber <laughs> is is a good example of how you can you can get away with stuff. Like they don't they I think maybe where where they uh went too far, maybe calling it the Metro, you know, <laughs> call it make up the name. Yeah. Call it the Norman Gorb. <laughs> and and you may have uh, avoided a copyright lawsuit. The Blarken Karker the Norman uh, <laughs> the Norman Grub. Very nice. But I think I think when you actually introduce some of the the verbiage and the and the names and the things like that, it's like it would be as if Beat Saber calling Beat Saber lightsaber rhythm game. It's like I'm pretty sure Sony would have stepped. I mean, uh, Disney would have stepped in and been like, uh, "No, you can't do that." Sure. It's and it's not this guy's fault. Like you know, he he obviously created this with the with good intentions with inspired intentions and um and yeah but he just uh made a couple wrong moves which again was wasn't his intention to to cross that line but i mean you do um, understand that the metro is just what it's called in moscow like or they they have the same rights to use it as uh as deep silver did right yeah it's, it's it's not like deep silver suddenly got the rights to using that when they made met the metro series well yeah and then maybe it's just a little stroke of bad luck maybe uh maybe the wrong person or the you know the person that had the ability to do something said you know what no i don't like this i'm gonna the person that had the power to do this you know stopped it from happening um you know yeah well i mean it, I, it happens sounds what, like a sounds like a stroke of bad luck to me for real i mean what what i do, what i don't like about it is that it it just just as he said in in the uh, description that i read or or the explanation that i read from the developer uh he said it's just whoever has more money controls the situation i absolutely believe that something like this wouldn't hold up in a court of law there's no way that this would hold up uh, if he had the money to defend himself, if he had the money to go to court and actually, uh, you know, put up a fight, there's no way he'd lose. So it's, it's, it's a stroke of bad luck. It's also, it also makes me wonder, do we need to stop with these videos that are like, it's Metro in <laughs> VR, right? So it's like, we're like, like actually, you know, screaming it from the rooftops. Hey, everybody, everybody that owns the rights to Metro come pay attention to this game over here that's kind of ripping you off right <laughs> it's like yeah, i mean i stopped i stopped doing this a long time ago i mean even though you know the thing is, is that with vr you not everybody understands it's not easy to grasp the concept of what games are trying to do what they're trying what they're you know trying to show what it's like to play or experience the game and so the easy way to do that is Let's take VR Skater for instance. Recently, is it everyone? What's everyone's first question? Is it Tony Hawk in VR? I mean, that's that's how you know. There's just not an. It's the easiest way to explain these kinds of things. So true. true. Um, I think it gets. I think and, it gets clicks too, right? Because when you when you refer to the popular flat screen game, it's an easy way for people to be like, "Ooh, that does sound interesting." Rather than saying, uh, "Paradox of Hope," uh, is a cool new video game right it's like no that that's not going to get the same kind of clicks as it's metro right. but in vr so i totally get why why why, why we do it yeah but. i don't i don't do it because it definitely gets annoying like it it gets it, i i it seems so obnoxious to me at this point but <laughs> um but but at the same time it's like you know i i kind of understand and whatnot and 
Um, yeah, maybe that maybe that did get him into a little bit of trouble. Maybe somebody saw, saw that like, oh, this is literally Metro, and uh, people with the money said, nah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Man Bear Pig Game Cat in the chat with the $2 tip, I believe. Did I copy and paste this? There it is. It says, thanks, AJ, for still doing this show on the road. Appreciated. You, You're you, welcome, man. <laughs> you set up that computer <laughs> light speed when you got home, man. Like, I, I didn't think you were going to make it. It was five minutes before the show, and I'm still waiting for you to show up. I'm like, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No problem, man. Thank you guys for, you know, just being awesome. There's a lot to talk about. I know we've been ranting about a bunch of random stuff today, but it's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, Macho X3, the real estate procrastinating game cat with $2 tip says, I really hope CWS sees the story. Be careful. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, like I said, I'm really, I'm really happy that this guy took the right he, he went i think he went the right way about it right because it was it was a losing battle there was no way he was going to be able to afford to defend this thing and then on top of that um uh he he's got a plan you know he he he's he 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 knows that his gameplay mechanics are solid and that they don't infringe on anybody's copyright he knows that the only reason people are calling this metro in vr is because of the setting he knows the only reason anybody's complaining about this being a copyright infringement is because of the setting and so he's just going to take everything and give it a new setting uh and, and and i and i hope he does that and he's able to do it quickly uh because it seems like he was making amazing progress on this and, and i would hate for him to lose all of that just because of you know a, a pretty silly uh, i would call it a misunderstanding to be honest um but it's it's it is a lot more like financial bullying yeah yeah hopefully the redesign goes well your long shadow says that's when you put tornado in a shirt and make her your co-host brian i guess i mean if you don't show up i'm getting tornado on here next time it'll be the it'll be the most watched show we ever do Tornado as a co-host, as Tornado as the only host. All right, man. With all of that out of the way, I think it's time for a little PSVR twenty questions. Do you have a game picked out, AJ? I do, Brian. Oh no. Yep. Is it really difficult, AJ? I don't know, Brian. I feel like we've been going for each other's throats a little bit these last few Mondays. <laughs> we've been going for the definitely we've been re like relentless. All right, you guys know how this works. Uh, we got twenty yes or no questions in only six minutes to figure out uh, what game AJ's uh, thinking of. It could be PSVR one or PSVR two. Uh, on your mark, get Des go. Uh, is this game on PSVR one? Yes. Oh, fuck. It's going to be a deep cut, isn't it? Uh, did I review this game? Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, you may want to Google that. Um, <laughs> reviewed. Okay, so it's a PSVR game that I reviewed. So it can't, I mean, it can't be too deep of a cut, although I did review some fucking deep cuts in back in the day. Um, is this is this game controlled with move controllers? Um, yes. 
You sound so not confident about any of the answers so far. <laughs> Does this game use any it's... other type of controls, uh, controllers? Uh... <laughs> Have you played this game? I'm just kidding. Uh... Hold on. Okay, so it seems like it's a game that mostly uses the moves. Um, PSVR 1, at least. We don't know if it's PSVR 2 yet. Uh, I have reviewed it, apparently. Uh, Shades of Grey Matters asking if there's any kind of multiplayer. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I don't think so. No multiplayer. Uh... uh do you, uh, Ian Stanbridge, do you control vehicles in this game? Okay, this is, um, I would say yes. Yes for vehicles? I think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think you've ever played this game. <laughs> I might not have. <laughs> no, I have. It is, okay. I think it is only move controllers. Okay, stop wasting my time. Scott, um, the PSVR game kept for life, says, does it contain dinosaurs, ninjas, cowboys, ghosts, dragons, robots, or zombies? I like that. That's seven questions in one. Dinosaurs, dragons, uh, ninjas, ninjas, cowboys, ninjas, ghosts. Cowboys, ghosts, dragons, it robots, might have, zombies. it might have one of those. <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit harder than i expected yeah try being on this side of it <laughs> um okay i like your long shadows questions uh does it contain mini games like actual mini games no is this a collection of so. games no okay that's eight was this a launch title Man, no, I don't think so. Okay, so it's got to be pretty early because AJ's not sure, but fairly certain it's not. Uh, that means it's not Riggs, Danishing Act. Um, Beard of Power 666 asked if there's any oh. shooting in this game. At this point, I'm just steamrolling your answers because I, I, you're wasting I, my time. I should have picked something that I like kind of knew something. I mean, I thought I knew something about this game. Apparently I know nothing about it. Okay. I've played this game a lot. Why do I know so little about it? Um, um there okay. might be, it's not a shooter. If, if that's what you're asking, it's not a shooter. Okay. Um, Tatum's wondering if you have, if you use a flamethrower in this, can you use a flamethrower? I don't think so. Oh my god! That's. I, I'm just gonna give you ten. Yeah, I'm. I'm giving you some freebies here because Mark, Mark Smith says he's switching games mid-game. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm not. Okay. Uh, no, I'll explain. I'll explain after what okay. has happened. Has this here. developer made multiple PSVR games? Yes. Okay. Uh, was this made by End Dreams? No. Okay. Uh, was Was this made by Servios? No. Is this made by Arvory? No. Uh, is this a bad game? That's an opinion. 
What's your What's your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I, if not painfully mediocre. If it's Neptune Flux, I'm gonna fucking is, shit a brick. This is 15. Uh, was this Was this made by? Uh, um, is this an indie game? Like rather than like a big triple made from a triple A studio? Definitely an indie game. That's 16. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. I'll, let's let's narrow down the developer. We'll use our last few questions to get this. Um, good good call, Niles Ryan. Uh, ooh, I don't know why I keep thinking. Can't be Shadow Legend because it's, there's no vehicles. Um, is this made by the Binary Mill? Nope. 17. It's made by Archiact? Nope. 18. Yeah, we're, running out, we're running out of... Uh... I don't think this was a good strategy. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. But I was also running out of time. Um, <laughs> is this a horror game? No. 19. You got to guess. Right? I guess. This is, yeah, I don't know. This is way harder than I expected. I don't know anything about this game. Uh, it's something I reviewed. Uh, use the move controllers. You can use vehicles. No multiplayer. Uh, is this Star Bear Taxi? Nope. It is not Star Bear Taxi. It is. Also, not only on PSVR. <laughs> <laughs> that, I should have asked that question a long time ago. Like, I was like really surprised. I was like, wow, you really just assumed I was going for the jugular here. No, I wasn't. Um, this is a game that uh, I don't know when it came out, because this is what has happened, guys, is that I was looking at the, the page, and the page has been updated for PSVR 2. Mm -hmm. For the version, so it's screwed up. Like I, I'm, I can't access the release date. I can't access like whether it had move controllers. I was having a hard time finding the the publisher's name. I think has changed. This is by Makiwi only. Makiwi Oi. This is Cave the remaster of Cave Digger VR. Excellent, excellent, excellent VR Kiwi. Holy motherfucking! And shit. and yeah, man. I think you drive like a train in it. I don't know if it has a flamethrower. I don't know if you shoot in this game. You definitely do in the second one. You have tools, but it's but I don't know if you have like a gun or anything. Um, yeah, it's a good question because uh, I never got far enough. Like I, I I played the crap out of the original version of this when you couldn't leave the uh, the the mine. What's it called? The mine shaft. Uh, and, and, and I yeah. think I saw all the endings and, and then they did, then they updated it and you could get out of the mine shaft and you could go out into the town and you could, you know, buy, uh, buy something to get the train working and then you could put, put, start the train and head into the caves. And it just was this whole other game. Uh, I don't, I don't honestly, uh, know what the weapons were because there were enemies. But, I remember there was an x-ray machine. I remember there was like a drill. Yep. There was a obviously a pickaxe thing. I don't remember a gun though. But there were but, but with the expansion came enemies in the caves in which there were no enemies in Cave Digger proper. Uh so I'm wondering if they did give you some kind of gun or, or <laughs> some kind of something. Uh yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> you played it. You're, sorry, your long shadow says you are disqualified <laughs> on several fronts, AJ. I tried to answer the best I could. It was just the the, the freaking page changed on me too. So blame Sony. It's all um, good, man. It's all good. It was uh, I I don't know if I had picked this game. I don't know if I'd be, have been any better with the answers because you're right. It's uh, I I I didn't I didn't play enough of the expansion to to really know. Um, yeah, I don't think any anybody. Nobody played this. <laughs> it's like ninety nine cents, and nobody buys it. So that should tell you. People yeah. bought it for ninety nine cents, and they still didn't play it. I just you know. Yeah. That's that's out of that's not in my control. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I, I I remember this got this got a this got an update recently, and I've been meaning to go back in because uh, it it didn't look very good after the uh, after the the update where you could leave the mine shaft. Uh, it had like very cool lighting and stuff prior to that, but then once they actually expanded the game world, uh, everything looked really dull and flat and boring. Um, and so I would really like if they kind of updated the graphics and gave us some better lighting. Uh, and I haven't gotten back to this since then. Uh, very. I've curious. always said that, like I, re- I have respect for this game because I feel like it does a lot of VR mechanics like decently enough. It, it doesn't do everything like super well, but I always thought this was like a good, like, this is what a lot of like the VR enthusiasts like. You know, they like stuff like this where it's like all about what you know, just interacting with stuff in VR and. And but it's just such a painfully boring game, is is my problem with it. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was boring, but I get it. I thought it was so boring. Like it didn't do anything wrong except be super boring. Gotcha. Well, another <laughs> another episode of Gamescast Live in the books. Thank you everybody <laughs> for hanging out and watching the show with us, uh, keeping us entertained while we tried to keep you entertained. It was a blast. Um, excuse me. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe to all my co-hosts, including AJ. The links for all their channels are in the description below. Uh, also, thank you to everybody else to channel run. We really appreciate you. Um, uh, Rypop's been uploading this on on podcast services. Uh, Sci-Fi GameCat Henry's still doing awesome with the timestamps. Uh, all the mods, again, are just fucking phenomenal. Uh, all the financial support that you guys give me over on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash without pro games, and over here by being a member, uh, and everybody who tips during the show, you you have no idea how much it means. Like, I, I try not to make a big deal about it, you know, but like I literally can survive and the channel can survive because of you. And I thank you very much for it. Um, but, you know, there's, a, there's the rest of you out there who watch the show. Sit back and don't say a goddamn word. And you know what? We love you just as much. Hey, Jay, it's Monday. Can I cue the, cat? the motherfucking cat, Brian? Because I want to see see you guys on Wednesday to John Miller, who says Iron Man best VR game. Whoa, uh, hot take, John Miller. Ian Marsh, the Darsh, says Brian, what was your review score on Cave Digger? When you asked me that, I was thinking you didn't do a review, but you did a why we love review discussion. I, I did. I did a Cave Digger review, uh, but that was before, you did do a review. That was before I scored games. Uh, I didn't start scoring games until uh, Shadow Legends, so I couldn't tell you what my score would be. Probably, probably like a six, six point five, something like that. Like That's enjoyable, generous. But no, 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 no. It was, it was good. It was like a ten dollar game, and it was, and it was, and it, and it was very charming, very charming. Ooh, McManus 7 says, "Go crazy, AJ!" Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Did I hear a beep, beep, beep in there? Really? <laughs> Scott, the PSVR game cat for life. Okay, Brian, you know now to cue the mofo and cat, Brian, because AJ got to say bye to everyone. Yes, we are already there, my friend. Just like you, Melkaya, the soul reaming game cats. Let's take it easy. Thanks, Brian and AJ. Thank you, my friend. Shades of Grey Matter, Jet Moto for life, baby. Beep, beep, Brian beep. can never hold us down forever. <laughs> David runs. <laughs> Finally watched the show on my day off. Well, I hope it was a good one for you, my friend. Thank you. FooTube is in the house tonight. It says burn. Um, uh, let's see here. Some people are talking about Immortal Legacy. I like um, those people. Those people know what's up. We got to give a shout out to Mad Vegan who says just platinum cave digger last week. Sweet. The oh, uh, Indie Soul Loves VR says Tornado picks the next game. Dan Kiefer says best two out of three. They want more, Brian. They want more. Uh, Jay says way to AJ it, AJ. Nice. <laughs> that was that was an unintentional AJ. I think that's a combination of my driving 16 hours and having five hours of sleep and... Um, and like yeah and then working for like nine hours and i think everything just combined to really mess me up today <laughs> ian marsh says thanks aj you're one of my favorite presenters on without parole i, I love Aww. that i love that he said one of my favorite presenters you know there's only four of us total <laughs> like so he's like he's like aj you're in my top four <laughs> or all right you're in my top three but don't tell me <laughs> don't tell miles I'm in the 25%. <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody's always like, oh, I, I, I love Wes. Oh, I love AJ. I love you, Miles. No one fucking loves Brian. I get it. I get how it is. You know, you know, I won't take it personally. I won't take it personally. I love you, dude. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> fucking <laughs> 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 that, that right there was the highlight of my day. <laughs> Uh, good night, everybody. We love you all. Come join us over on Discord. Yeah. Beep, beep.